Welcome back to the Hitch This Case podcast. I'm Gage. And I'm Ashley. And, and we're back. Yes, we are. And it's good to be back. Yes, we took a little two-week hiatus, or almost two weeks, and we're able to do some fun things. Yeah, well, last week it was Easter, and we were out of town, so it was going to be really hard for us to record anyways, and we were yeah. super busy that week, so we didn't really have much time. So, But it gave us a lot of good time to think about where we wanted to go with the podcast. Yeah, because... Like, the first nine episodes were getting to know us. Yeah, and and our history and our background. Yeah, and that can only go so far. So we want to start talking about things that are happening today, like in our day-to-day lives. And one of those things is technology and intimacy. Yeah, and how sometimes technology can really get in the way of intimacy rather it's social media video games or whatever yeah and that's one thing that we ourselves have had to deal with yeah i mean there have been ebbs and flows i feel like with trying to balance technology and intimacy and not letting it get in the way yeah and it's so difficult it's so hard you don't it's you don't even really realize it you don't notice it because it's become just a way of life it's just become part of your life the cell phones the the Instagram, the Twitter, like all that has just become who we are. We can't live without it. Like it's way past that point. And it's trying yeah. to find a balance between the two that we can still like carry on. Well, it's not going away. That's the thing. It's like when when technology first started to like become a really big part of our households and like smartphones and streaming and all of that started coming in. It it was kind of one of those things where people didn't know if it was always going to be like this or if it was going to stick around. And now I feel like we know that it's not going anywhere. No. If anything, it's just going to get worse. So we need to figure out how to balance it and not let it mess with our heads and our intimacy and right. all of that stuff. Well, we use it for so many different reasons, like... Obviously, you use it for your recreational reasons, but a lot of people, including yourself, use social media a lot for your business, for marketing and stuff like that. So, like, you're constantly on Instagram and doing stuff for your business and posting and coming up with posts and editing stuff and replying to people and all that stuff. And it it, it takes away a lot of, you know, personal interaction, but it's, it's interaction with, you know, your clientele, stuff like that. So there's a given give and take and there's a time for it and a time without it and it's just uh it's an interesting new thing that like humans have never had to deal with over it's over the history of of time this is completely new this is no one there's never been a time in history where they've had to deal with something like this it's this intrusive this evasive and I think it's going to take some time for the world to adjust, really. Well, yeah, I think the biggest problem is, like, humans are hype. We're more aware of everything compared to any other time period. Like, we're hyper aware. We know too much, almost. And so that I feel like that's why anxiety levels are so high and why humans are having such a hard time like with intimacy and with making friendships as an adult and stuff because of us just being hyper aware and 
we haven't adjusted to the new society yet. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing when you actually think about it because like most people, not everyone, but most people, the first thing you do when you wake up is you get on your phone. Yeah. And you check Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're into. Not everyone, which is good, but like even if you're not checking some social media, chances are you're still getting on your phone for something. And right. it 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 takes away and I'm not saying it's all a bad thing either because like I'm guilty of it, but like I like this stuff and I I try to just limit or just understand when is a good time to, you know, use social media or get on your phone and and when it's a good time not to. Like obviously like when we're having conversations like sometimes I'll have to like consciously think, okay, I got to put my phone down because I'm just not too. paying attention. Yeah. Like my brain is in my phone. Like I have to like stop what I'm doing right now. It's like we have to retrain ourselves how to be present. Right. Again. And right. like have conversations without a screen in our face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and video games is an interesting one too because, you know, it's one of those things where not only are you focusing on something and it's taking you away from like real life, but you can't really break concentration in a video game exactly. Like you can, you know, some people like you're in it. So like your brain's not anywhere else. Like your, your brain is in whatever, like whatever game you're playing or whatever you're doing. And obviously we saw in 2018 was a huge movement for video games because of like Fortnite and stuff like that. I mean, that was almost unprecedented of the amount of people, the 80 million people who played Fortnite, like, and it was just a while. It was so crazy to see that happen, and it um, and it had consequences for. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So we watched this really interesting video on YouTube. Um, we're really big fans of the YouTuber Casey Neistat. I don't know if any of you watch him, but he's a vlogger and he made a really interesting video about um, an article that the Washington Post put out. Yeah, and the title of the post was The Share of Americans Not Having Sex Has Reached a Record High. Which we thought was really interesting. Yeah, and it what the article is pretty much saying is um, 23% of young adults, so one out of four, didn't have sex in, in 2018. Yeah, in because, the last year. Yeah, because of social media and video games. Yeah. Mainly is what it came down to. And it's it's a higher percentage for men, right? Yeah, Can which I think say? is interesting how it says a higher percentage of men. Yeah, because, it like, says... You need women, well, I guess not every time, but like... It says 20... Let's see. Ages between 18 and 30 reporting no sex in the last year, 18% were women and 28% were men. Yeah. So it's even higher for men than women, which is crazy. And I definitely think video games had a lot to do with that because it's for the right age range of like a lot of the guys that were playing video games. And like I said, Fortnite was a huge reason behind that. Now, like that shouldn't scare a lot of people because like, 
like I said before, Fortnite was an anomaly. That's probably never going to happen again. I mean, yeah. the, how fast it exploded, how many people were playing it. It was mainstream. It went viral. It was everything that, like, anybody could do to play it. Well, they created a whole new genre, basically. Yeah. But, I mean, I know I know, PUBG was technically first. Yeah, with but, Battle Royale. But, like, I think it just... It took over the world, and of course, you're gonna see dips in social interactions when in at that time. Now, I don't think that like 2019, it's gonna get worse. In 2020, it's gonna stay the same. I think it'll spring back. Yeah. But it was it was interesting because it got us thinking like, okay, video games. How does video games affect sex? Like, how does how does it affect intimacy with your partner or whatever? So, like, in our experience... Yeah, because I played, I played the shit out of some Fortnite. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, but I was one out of 80 million people who was playing it. So, I guarantee you, a lot of people that are listening to this, they played it, or the boyfriends played it, or the husbands played it at some point. And, you know, it was definitely a problem... For us, for not, I wouldn't say like a problem. I wouldn't say it was a problem. We just had to set boundaries. Yeah, with yeah, it. yeah. Because like I, I like playing video games. I, I, it's one thing that like I enjoy doing. Yeah, and I'm, I may have an unpopular opinion, which on most this, most women do. But I'm totally okay with you mm. playing video games. That's that's what I mean by unpopular. Oh, gotcha. Like. I don't have a problem with you playing video games as long as it's not like constantly ruling your life. Like there have to be boundaries with it. And as long as like everything's done with the house first and you've like had a conversation with me that day first, then I don't have a problem with it. And as long as you're not playing it until like three in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's when people are like letting it totally rule their lives and they're not going to bed at the same time as their spouse because they're up all night playing video games Mm -hmm. like that's when there's an issue yeah and like just to clarify i i i like playing video games it's one thing that like i enjoy doing and i'm not gonna not do something i enjoy doing because my spouse told me that they don't like it yeah and that's one thing that i think a lot of people have a hard time with is looking at it that way because they see video games and they think like, oh, you should be a kid playing video games. Well, no, that's just what we're used to right now because video games came out when we were kids. You know, like our parents weren't playing video games because they didn't have video games to play. In 30 years, well, well, hang on. In 30 years, adults are going to be playing video games. Like, yeah. You like this is what I'm trying to say is like oh you're like oh my parents didn't play video games cuz they didn't have video games to play. So like that's why they didn't play video games. That we're in a new culture now where like in 30 years every single age range will play video games. I'm going to play yeah. video games I probably up until the point to where like I just can't anymore. And like because I was born with video games, I like playing video games and like it will become more normal. But there's a stigma behind it where it's like it's for kids and you're immature if you still play and everyone thinks of the old guy living in their, you know, their parents' basement playing video games. And like, trust me, I have put grinded some hours in my adult years playing video games with not living in my parents' basement while still going to work and still being financially successful. So it's like 
although you shouldn't i don't think that should be like the norm for like playing video games and like you know put playing for 10 hours straight but you can still be a productive person and still enjoy playing video games it's something that like I and a lot of other guys like doing and women of course there's lots of women out there who play video games yep. and I don't think their spouse has the right to take that away from them just because they don't agree there's a lot of stuff that like not a lot but there's some things that you like doing that I don't understand and that was one thing that we were talking about the other day was like window shopping or just shopping in general yeah to me I don't see it as any different than like a form of entertainment for you. Like you coming home and watching Netflix at the end of the day or me going shopping or going and get getting, well, I don't get pedicures, but girls who go and get pedicures or yeah. whatever. That's something that guys are told, most guys are totally not into. Well, yeah. And so I don't see it as any different than like, a hobby or something that you're into as long as it doesn't become like an addiction. Right. Now, there are obviously people who are like addicted to video games and like rage quit and can't like they can't <laughs> handle it. Right. And so for those people, obviously, I, I don't think video games are probably the best lifestyle well there's people just with addictive personalities who get obsessive over things and like when they find something they like doing or something they're good at they will like do it all the way everything they can you know until it reaches just a breaking point but my my like i was saying is like you enjoy like just getting on your phone and just shopping you're not even gonna buy anything you like just getting on and just looking at stuff I can't comprehend why that's even a thing you enjoy doing, but I don't care. Like, it's it's something you like doing, so, like, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. And I think the same goes for people who want to play video games. Agreed. As long as you take care of your of your duties before, especially, like, if you're a father, be a father first. You exactly. Know? Wait until your kids go to bed and then play video games. If you want to stay up a little later, even on a work day, because, like, you don't get off very many chances to play video games then do it like there, there shouldn't be a problem with that yeah as long as you're only doing it for like a set amount of time that you discuss with your spouse yeah. like there just have to be boundaries with it right like don't play video games until three in the morning after your kids go to sleep and your spouse goes to sleep you want to make sure to like talk with your spouse and say, hey, am I cool to play for an hour right. or however long? Which I do. And like this goes back to the article, but you even said yourself too, like, yeah, I'm not getting sex after playing video games. Like yeah. after I play video games and like I come to bed, like, like we're not like you're like, yeah, that is like so t- such a turnoff for me. Like we're not having sex. Yeah. After and that. it has nothing to do with like me being mad at you no, for cause, playing cause, video games. No, you games. haven't been really mad at me for playing in a while. No, because I don't... In a while. Yeah, in, in like a long since time. high school. Well, no, there was that time in Denver where you came home and I was playing some zombies when with my brother. When you had been playing for like eight hours that No, day. it was like five hours. Yeah, that's still a little much. I'm not saying it's not, <laughs> but three and a half of those five hours where you weren't even home... And I was in the middle of something with my brother. And then you were really mad when I got off that time. But you, we were also still really young, though, Yeah, too. and we, we had, 18. like, just moved in together and stuff. 
anyway, not the point. What was the point? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh. Not having sex not after. Not having sex after. Okay, so it's not because I'm mad at you or bugged at you or anything. It is just one of those things that, like, it is the biggest turnoff. And I think that most women would probably agree with me. Yeah, because I think there's that still that stigma is it's immature and dumb. No, for me, it's the noise. Like, you screaming at the TV. <laughs> well, when I play with friends. like And playing with friends. Like, that's what's so fun about playing video games is, like, you get to play with friends. Like, I play with this friend all the time who I never get to see because he lives in Nevada. Which I also think is really cool that it's another way to be able to keep in touch with people that you don't see. Yeah, and so. I totally agree. When we get going sometimes, sometimes, like, we just get into it and, like, we'll be laughing and screaming but and yelling. But you're so loud. And it is the biggest turnoff <laughs> to me. I'm sure there's a lot of women out there that will agree with me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, well... We want to be... See, and I, I even turn... Like, I turn down the TV. I wear headphones, so that way, like, the game audio comes through my headphones. So I'll turn the TV all the way down, so you don't even hear the actual game itself. No, but it's you. And you just hear me talking to my buddies or screaming and yelling. Yeah. You're just not getting laid that night. Yeah, which I, I think I I, I kind of realized that, you know. It's it's like... It's a price you have to pay. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, like, video games with the guys tonight and not have sex or don't play video games and maybe have sex. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like a, like not playing video games can sometimes be a win-win, but sometimes it's also a lose-lose. So, like, it's just like, oh, you know, we'll play some video games tonight. But, I mean, I haven't played as much over the last month or so. It's like... Yeah, and it's been nice. Yeah, I've just kind of gotten over it. Not over-over it, but just not as playing as, as often. Because, like, I wouldn't play a lot. Like, I'd only play for, like, an hour when I would play. Yeah, that was, that was like, your typical thing is... You actually set up a schedule for yourself, with, with which my is buddies. so funny because I didn't, I did not initiate that at all. The okay, only you might thing, not have like actually like physically initiated, but you definitely thing, initiated. The only thing that I initiated was that there needed to be boundaries. I had a conversation and mm-hmm. I was very nice about it, mm-hmm. wasn't I? Yeah, of course. And I said. You know, the video games are kind of getting a little out of hand. Uh-huh. I'm feeling neglected. Yeah. So you need to set some boundaries, whatever those are. Yeah. So I did. And you did. You and set up like. And I stuck to them. A, what was it? Like every other day or Tuesdays and Thursdays or something. No, you would play uh, for an hour. No, I don't remember what it was. I just, it was like, it was pretty much every other day. Yeah. And I only played for an hour. You would play for an hour every other day. And it wasn't until after dinner. Yeah. And you did that all on your own. And I was very proud. Well, yeah, because you said something. Yeah. But definitely for sure, if I was single living on my own, no. Like, there was that that time where, like, you know, Fortnite was going crazy, where, like, I was playing Fortnite a lot. And, like, if I was single, I would come, I probably would have, back in the days, like, when I was living at my parents in high school, I probably would have came home from work, turned on my Xbox, hit up my friends and we would have gone on and I would have played till like 
until I had to go to bed. Well, if you're single, <laughs> yeah, that's different. But I do think that does go to show that the article that we were talking about earlier, right? that's probably a big part of it, is the men that are in that statistic are probably single. And so they're at home. They're not going out. And they're not. Women. They're not going out getting women. I also think a lot of that has to do with like sex being down. Not only just social media and video games, but I think also like the Me Too movement. I really think like that has a a pivotal role in why sex has gone down. Because I seriously think young men are scared. I I not only do I think that I know that, because like. Mm. That's an interesting I, I see a lot of stuff. I listen to a ton of podcasts, many different podcasts from all over the, the country. And I hear a lot of the same things, like the way they talk to women, the way they hit on women. Like guys are afraid to hit on women. Obviously, it's different in some areas. Like where we're at, maybe not as bad. But like in some of like the really big cities where a lot of this stuff is happening, it's like way, way down. Like a lot of these uh, statistic statistic articles that come from large group is coming from big cities because that's obviously where a lot of the population's at and they can get a better idea right like and so i think men are scared to number one hit on women because it like they don't even know what's allowed anymore and i just think it's one of those things where it's like it was a perfect mixture of Fortnite came out, the video game industry exploded through the roof, and then also at the same time, you are a sexist pig if you, you know, hit on a girl. So it was kind of one of those things where it was like a perfect mixture where they were just like, no, we're we're just going to just sit inside and just yeah, hang with our buddies. Yeah, I mean, I think that the general intentions of the Me Too movement was good oh, in it's the beginning. Oh, it's great, 100%. But now, like, it's almost one of those things where it's gone too far. Well, and that's just the kind of culture we're in. We're yeah. In, we're in the cancel kind of culture, so it's like, take it to the nth degree. Yeah. And try to just slay everyone in that path. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. It, they're, with the Me Too thing that you're talking about where where men are scared to hit on women... Like, of course, women like to be hit on if it's done in a Yeah, don't be gross. Don't, don't be a pig when you do it. It's when people are gross about yeah. it. Yeah, and that's definitely an issue. But, like, like cat calling. that Gillette commercial, like, that Gillette commercial was ridiculous. Oh I get gosh. where it was coming from. Like, it had some good points, and I understood where it was getting at. But there's a scene in that commercial that just drove me nuts. And it was a scene where this very attractive girl wearing you know, a pretty thin dress, you know, that was not super revealing, but like definitely like making her look, look sexy. And a very good looking guy walks out of a building at the same time she's passing and you see him put like a big smile on his face and you see him like, you could see him like thinking like, damn, like she's fine. And he goes to like walk to go to say something to her. And a guy walks in front of him and says, no, dude, no, that's not cool. It's like, wait, what do you mean? Him being attracted to a woman and wanting to go talk to her like you can't do that anymore that might i think you're right you're like with the sexless statistics well now. and it's just like it's like what do you what do you mean like we can't go hit on beautiful women anymore like we can't walk up to someone who we think is super attractive and be like hey like 
you know, say some stupid line, you know, whatever, and then just, like, introduce yourself. Like, they were, they took it too far. Yeah. And saying, like, you can't even do that anymore. So, like, what do you, what are we supposed to do? Like, I get, I get that, like, the message is trying to say, like, don't be disrespectful to women, don't degrade them, like, based on what they're wearing and Mm -hmm. that type of stuff, and stop catcalling. But that commercial made it seem like, oh, you can't go up to a, an attractive woman at all. Right. That, that was, that was, that's what I got from that commercial, especially that scene. Cause like, I didn't see anything wrong with that. Like, because what if it was the other way around? What if it was like a very attractive girl going up to a very attractive guy? No guy or girl's going to stop that girl from going and hitting on that guy. Well, and like, I'm sorry, but when, most women would be lying if they said that they hated when an attractive guy came up to them yeah. and said that, like, they were good looking. Yeah, and if there's disrespecting catcalling and they're saying gross things, then... Then that's one thing. Yeah, that's totally different. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about, like, a, just another human being coming up to you and maybe, like, showing it, that you can see that, like, he that person's super attracted to you and saying something, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I think that... Mixed with the social media and video games, I think that's where, like, a lot of your issues coming from with, like, sex being down in 2018. Yeah, I totally agree. So, but we did some polls because we wanted to ask the people that, like, who follow us on social media, well, follow you. Yeah. And what um, they thought about, like, their spouse playing video games. And the answers that I got really surprised me, actually. Because I kind of went into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to be like the only woman that's going to think that it's okay for their spouse to play video games. And I was totally wrong. Yeah. I I think it's just getting maybe a little bit more accepted. Yeah. So the first question I asked was, do you play video games? And 30% said yes and 70% said no which to now, be fair most of your most of your people are going to be women well i was just about to say that the majority of the answers that i got on here that said um no were women in fact i only think i had like a couple of men so but that's not really the question that we wanted to know that was just a kind of a starter question yeah it was more of a starter question so then the second question was if you answered yes previously um are you single or married or in a committed relationship um yes or no so most of the people that answered the question were married and in a committed relationship that answered yes to playing video games Now, um, does it bother you if your significant other plays video games? This is where I totally, like, got proven wrong, Mm -hmm. I guess. So 69% of people said no. It does not bother them if their spouse plays video games. 31% said yes. Yes. And of the people here, let me see. Of the people who said no, it does not bother them. The majority of those people were women. Were women. Yeah, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, And of the people that said yes, it does bother them, um, they were all women. All women. <laughs> yeah, well, it's they probably their spouse probably doesn't play video games at all. Yeah. And so, like, if they thought of, like, 
their spouse playing video games, that just probably just throw them off and be like, yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) And then the last question I asked was, do you think it's immature to play video games as an adult or is it considered more of a hobby? And uh, let's see. 74% said they considered it a hobby, and 26% said they considered it immature. Right, and same thing, it's just mainly women. So, I mean, I think... And I, like I said, my opinion goes with the hobby side of things. I consider it more of something that you are interested, that you enjoy... And it's a hobby for you. Mm-hmm. It's no different than me going out shopping with the girls or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, if if I if I was forced to not play video games, I wouldn't be happy about it. Like it would be one of those things like I could do it. Like if if it came down to like losing you and not playing video games, of course I would completely stop playing well, video games. Obviously. But I would not be happy about it. because like you see ads for new games coming out that like I see him like, oh man, I really like to play that. And it's well, that's why I've never put you in the position to choose. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't see it as immature. Now, the only time I see it as immature is when you are choosing video games over your spouse or your family. Mm-hmm. When you're choosing video games over your spouse, your family, your household, then that's very immature. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, I know lots of dads that play video games. Yeah, that... me too. I wish my dad played video games. Like, it was it was always a thing growing up that I always had wished that my dad played video games. But he obviously grew up in a time where they didn't have them. And even if they did, his dad wouldn't have let him play video games. I mean, they had video games back then, but they weren't like how they are today. I mean, they had games that were on a TV screen. But I it was don't know if I'd call like video games. Pac-Man, basically. Like, now... You're playing a whole storyline. Yeah. It's kind of like watching a movie, but you're playing a game along with it because there's a story with it. Yeah, a I lot think of times. I think it, the stigma will, is is changing right now, and I think well, obviously over yeah, and I think over time, over the next 10, 15 years, it'll be completely changed because I think video game industry is getting into a point now to where it's going to become mainstream to where like it's going to be in every home and most people are going to do it, especially kids now. You see kids now, kids now play some video games, dude. Well, and like you see a two or three-year-old that completely knows how to operate an iPad now. Yeah, they're on a tablet playing these, playing, you know, those platform type video games and like they're really good at it. Yeah, so I think that the next generation, like our kids... Well, they'll like, it'll be more and more normalized. Yeah. With having video games in the household as an adult. It definitely can be dangerous though, for sure. For sure. Like just like anything, anything can be too much. Like it's all in moderation. Like you, you window shopping, that can be dangerous because if you're not so much window shopping, you keep buying stuff here and there, like that's dangerous in, uh, in, in itself. And so like playing video games the same way. Now, to be fair, one thing that's nice about video games is people are finding ways to monetize it now, which means make money off of playing video games. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a very big industry of streaming yourself playing video games, and you can make tons of money really fast doing which that if you're good. that has a whole stigma to it, too. Yeah. Um, amongst, like, 
our parents' generation, our parents playing video games for a living. Yeah, they don't understand. Our parents it. don't understand. They that. don't. Yeah, they're like, like I can't believe they just play video games all day and and get paid. It's like, well, yeah, that's exactly what they do. And it's like they should like go out there and work. It's like, no, 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 that that's working. Like they're yeah. working. It's no different. I mean, they're just not swinging a hammer. Well, and it's similar to those who sit at a desk job all day and look at a computer screen all day. Yeah. You know? Except these people are actually having fun and don't want to kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little extreme. Well, I don't know. Yeah, probably. But even the people who play video games. Oh, boy. Nora. Hey. Our dog is attacking our cat. Anyway, um, even the people who do play video games for 8 to 12 hours a day, they don't want to be doing it for that long. No, not, necess- a lot of times. not necessarily. Some, like, obviously professional gamers who are, like, are doing competitive. Like, yeah, they're going to be playing that much anyway, so they might as well stream it for a, an audience. But Yeah, but they're making money from but yeah, it, like and playing, it's their job. Right, but, like... Yeah, exactly. They're not necessarily wanting to play the same game for 12 straight hours, but they do it because they make money off of it, and that's part of their job. So, I mean, that's just kind of the way it, it, it is. And exactly. It, it, people have a hard time seeing that, which I can understand. It's it's new. This is all so new. It's happening so fast. It's going to take a lot of time for people to adjust. Well, it's very similar to like the whole Instagram model thing. Mm-hmm. People can make money now from just taking a picture of themselves yeah, every day. Of their booty. Uh, yeah. If I had a if I was a girl with a booty, I'd definitely do that. But people the older generation doesn't understand that there's a lot of work that goes into that as well. They have to create content. A lot of those people have blogs that they have to write for every day. Well, and, and they're just doing business and... stuff. They have to get sponsorships yeah. and all that stuff. Like they're still business savvy. A lot of those people, YouTubers, Instagram models, all of them influential social media people, like they're business savvy. They're creating a, a empire literally out of nothing. Yeah. They're giving free content and making money. Like that's what's so crazy is they are literally creating content that the world can see because it's completely free, but then they still get paid. Like, it's it's unprecedented. It's never happened before, and I just think it's taken some adjusting to do. And well, I think it does definitely get into intimacy and relationships at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's a big reason why um, the older generation doesn't understand it is because it hasn't been around that long. No. These careers did not exist 10 or 15 years ago. Right. Like, when we were in high school, even just when we were in high school, there wasn't, wasn't, as big. There yeah. wasn't a career path that was like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah, there was definitely YouTubers making money, but, like... It wasn't to the extent no, that it is today. No, I mean, they're making millions and tens of millions of dollars now, and before, like, they were just making enough to just get by, but it's become so popular. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I enjoy taking that content, because it's free. And I like watching free content that the creator still gets paid. Well, and you feel like you kind of, even though the creator doesn't know you, you feel like you're getting to know the creator and you want to support that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Like, you want to support them. So, like, all you have to do to support them is literally just watch. And, like, when the ads pop up before the videos and stuff like that, like, they get paid for every time, like, an ad pops up on your YouTube channel, um, on your YouTube video that you're watching. So, like, 
I don't see anything wrong with it. You I know, don't either. I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. As all. long as all of it is consumed in moderation. For sure. And you still pay attention to your wives and your husbands and and still having sex, I guess. I guess. I mean that's pretty important. You know what's one good way to have some sex? What? Watch Game of Thrones. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, what? Have sex after Game of Thrones? <laughs> There's some episodes of Game of Thrones where there's lots of sex where, like, I couldn't be more soft afterwards because it's just rape. Well, not that kind. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, we're huge Game of Thrones fans. Huge Game of Thrones. We're recording on Sunday. Before the third episode of the final season. The battle episode, and we are, we have so much anxiety. Yeah. Um... I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for it, for sure. Well, do we want to do our unpopular opinion segment? Should we do that? Yeah. Okay. We have, we're going to do this just small little segment at the end of every episode, just unpopular opinion. Okay. So let, we're going to pull up some Twitter. Because I kind of like the idea of having opinions that are super unpopular. Because it's like so trendy right now to everyone be on the same bandwagon yeah like you feel like you can't disagree with anybody anymore without getting jumped on and called names (laughs) here's one here's one that's interesting unpopular opinion the bigger the diamond the uglier the ring i totally agree with that i do too totally diamonds are worthless they really are diamonds are completely valueless we can make them in a lab and we still pay tens of thousands of dollars for them. Yeah. That's the thing is people... So I don't have a diamond on my wedding band. Mm-mm. Mine's a Morganite. And I wanted that on purpose because, like, diamonds are not that cool. They're they're not original. Yeah. Everyone has a diamond. I read this really cool article a few years ago that said why diamonds are the least value valuable material on the planet. But yet... They're so overpriced yeah, and overmarketed. Yeah, it's just put on, it's just a social aspect that people have put on it. Like, most diamonds are not mined anymore. Most diamonds yeah. now can be created in a lab. Well, because the, the mined diamonds aren't as good. Yeah, like they, the ones they're that, not as pretty. The ones that are built in labs are have higher clarity, they cut better, they... Yeah. They don't have any blemishes. I mean, personally, I like those imperfections of, like, natural stones. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty interesting, unpopular opinion. Well, and my dainty little fingers would not look good with a big-ass diamond. Yeah, I just don't think it looks good. I, I think, either. And also, it, like, it looks it's a weird so flex. desperate. It looks so desperate when you had just, like, this massive massive diamond ring and i i'm not saying like people out there who have giant diamond rings like you're fine it's not that big of a deal i'm just making a conversation it's just not my preference yeah 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 yeah. it's just i don't know it just looks weird to me yeah it's just off but i'm also not a big like flashy type of guy either and i'm not flashy Especially with my jewelry. I keep my jewelry really minimal. Yeah. And so to have like this big gargantuan <laughs> diamond ring, it just would not fit just me in my personality. Doesn't make sense. No. I'm a plain Jane. Yeah. I'm simple. Yeah, elegant. 
All right, we're going to end it right there. I feel like today we had a pretty good episode. Yeah, sex and video games, man. One thing that doesn't really go together. No. <laughs> it doesn't really it doesn't really go together. It doesn't really vibe, but Okay, so thank you for everybody for listening. And and babe. <laughs> Why Ashley has Ashley has the hardest time with closing podcasts. Why? Every time. I can't brain... tell you how many times we have to edit out her awkwardness at the end of podcasts. My brain shuts down and freezes. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> she it's like goes like... to say something and just stops. And there's nothing there. With her mouth wide open like, ah. <laughs> We need to make a compilation of all of my awkward moments and release it as a podcast one of these days. I know. Uh, Ashley's awkward moment montage. Yeah, that'd be good. All right. Well, um, if you're on iTunes and you're enjoying the podcast, please give us some stars, rate us, um, share with your friends. Uh huh. And you know, I could use some help here during these uh-huh. brain freezes. Hmm. Go on. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Well. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you to everybody who um, is listening and put input on the Instagram polls. You're probably going to be seeing more of those in the in the coming weeks. For sure. All right, we got to go because our dog is yelling at us. <laughs> Bye.